University of Alabama's Colorado's College of Business, it's Bama Means Business, a podcast that reveals amazing stories from those people who both inspire and make a difference in our community. I'm Cole Stevens, and on the show today, we have a short clip from a panel in the opening of Houston Hall talking with these young alumni about what Alabama means to them and the legacy that they hope to carry on as legends. Good morning, everyone. My name is Kristen Spencer. I graduated from undergrad in 2016 and finished my MBA at Alabama here in 2018. Since then, I moved to New York to work for IBM. But in the meantime, I've been traveling around a bit. So I'm actually doing a six-month stint in Denver, as some of y'all know. So feel free to come out and visit. And we'll hike some mountains. And it's great Absolutely. to be back. Absolutely. It's Mal's favorite thing to do. Oh, yeah. Skiing. I had to tell this story yesterday, actually, at dinner. Oh, not to interrupt. Go ahead, John. Uh, everybody, I'm John Ewert. I graduated from chemical engineering undergrad in 2016 and then did the STEM path to the MBA, graduating in 2017. Similarly moved to, to New York right after finishing the MBA program, and I am now an engagement manager at McKinsey & Company. Boom. Hey, I'm Toad Wilson. Um, I, I'm gonna cut to the, cut past the college line. <laughs> I've been here a really long time, seven years undergrad and grad, uh, nine years here as a professional. And so my favorite stint was your case team advisor, um, I believe the years are 2015 through 18, collectively. Collectively. So I <laughs> uh, worked with 100 students um, over five years, which is really cool. And currently, I am the executive director of fraternity and sorority life here at the university. Wow. Yeah, All yeah. right. Yeah. <laughs> Tough to follow. Um, good morning, everyone. It's nice to see you guys this morning. My name is Miles Ward. Graduated uh, from the university with an undergraduate degree in 2016, um, and then with my MBA in 2018. Uh, moved to Dallas, Texas with the rest of the university, and uh, I currently work for AT&T, serving as a product marketing manager. Yeah, hey everyone. My name is Ryan Coleman. I graduated in, from undergrad in 2015, grad school in 2017 with my MBA. I was a member of the case team with these great people here. Uh, incredible opportunity. Glad to be back, and I'm currently in Dallas, Texas, where I've been since I graduated, working for Salesforce doing go-to-market strategy. Yeah, I, and it's tough because I'd say in undergrad, my relationships with Dr. Jeff Naidu and um, Dr. Dulick were more of that relational conversational, which is why I latched onto them from undergrad to Absolutely. graduate school. Those are two people that I trusted with my undergraduate career, that development and led to graduate success. But in graduate school, it was another level. Mm -hmm. Any topic, whether that be job related, personal related, or case team, because they were very involved in what we were presenting, it was so impactful. It was transformative to not only how we competed in cases, but our overall development. Dr. Naidu, to this day, I still email him like, hey, how does this look? How does this sound? Right. What are you thinking here? And then Dr. Dulick, some of the information he gave, that, that will of communication, mm -hmm. I've looked at that when responding to an email yes, or a Slack message it. of that green how I should respond. <laughs> so how they played the part in, I say, our overall development is huge, just even personally. Yeah, I think I have a little bit of a different spin there. So I was in those large lecture halls and I was you know, taking a bunch of science classes. And for me, it's all about like the like in, the, in that in those in those classes, the way I learn is just different. Like, so I, I will admit that I went to probably less than 50% of my classes in undergrad. 
because I just read the book. I would read the book and take the test. That's all you needed to do. But that's not how the business world works, right? It's not, there's no answers to the test. Humble brag for being smart. I read an engineering book. And so, and so like Dr. Dulick's communications class was, was, was one of those eye-opening experiences where I were, or transformative rather. Uh, and in which I realized that it's there's there is no right answer, and you need to learn to how to in, engage with people, mm-hmm. um, and 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 you know be be able to um, be adept on your feet and 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 figure out the right way to communicate in certain situations. Because yeah. back to like storytelling is what runs is what runs the world. It's you're being able to to moderate your tone, your color. Um, and, and to be able to, to do that, you can't do that by reading a book. You have to practice that. You have to go to class. You have to get advice from your, from your, your mentors and your, and the professors that you connect with. And so it was the first time at the university where I actually did connect with professors on a, on a, on a deeper level. That, that, that grab the Manderson connection is so personal. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. and I don't know if it's because we seek it out or if it's because they're so welcoming for us or a combination of both, but to Ryan's point, those relationships that we made in grad school are relationships that we still have today. Um, we saw Dr. Nadu at Liz's wedding yep. um, a, a few years after we graduated. Um, we were in College Station and got breakfast with Dr. King. Um, he gave yeah. us tickets to the game. And so it's <laughs> just, out. yeah, those relationships <laughs> that you make are so personal and, and so meaningful um, that they last past the two years that we're in grad school. And being, being able to connect adult to adult, and that's mm-hmm. kind of, I feel like what the difference is, is from undergrad to graduate school, especially for us coming straight through, there's a sense of adulthood that you you receive when you when you get to grad school. And so being able to speak to someone adult to adult um, on a personal level, on things that maybe not relate to, to coursework, um, it, it means the world to us. Um, and those meaningful relationships absolutely carry on. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that's why we're so ready and welcoming to come back to the university because I'm going to run and do his class at 11 and just pop in and say, Hey, <laughs> literally, and then run out just because I, I can't come to campus without seeing do it. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Absolutely. So, I'm so, <laughs> so I came here and I hate to share, show my age, but I came here in 1296 in the business school. Great year. <laughs> Did you? Anyway, so I've been around not particularly this building because it's new, but Bid Good Austin. Mm-hmm. The classics. Um, for I mean, I'm not going to count the years. Uh, a really long time, and so, but yeah, I mean, I I built relationships in undergrad and grad school. I had Alloway five times. Yes. Um, so um, <laughs> Dulick, Dr. Strickland, love all them. Three times. Um, yep. So, yeah, I mean, it's it's really cool to have started that. And I never would have imagined that I would be here 20, I guess that's 25 years later, 25 years ish, later, ish, ish. Yeah. who's counting. Um, I, I never would have imagined that. But, it, I mean, this is just so much fun. I mean, I, I had somewhere else I was supposed to be, and I ditched it because I was like, this is, these are my people. I love them so and, much. And to add on to your point, we, we're talking about professors, but you as well as an admin, like, you're a big part of all of our lives today. Absolutely. Like I don't step yeah. foot on campus without texting Tut. Definitely. Um, when Tut comes to Dallas, we see Tut. Uh, you put me on a, a VP at AT and T um, from a relationship yes. that you made uh-huh. that I got to connect with the VP, and so um, that that relationship extends past just our professors and extends yeah. the administration as well. Yeah. With you, Lori, Dr. Gray, and so. Mm-hmm. 
Um, those are the most meaningful relationships that I can kind of speak on. So it's, it's been incredible, honestly. It's been fun. I didn't get the, the, the best career advice uh, early on. And so I, I turned to Tut because um, of the case team connection. And um, a lot of her inspiration enabled me to push through and motivated me to get to the, to the job that I wanted. And I got the job and then made me continue that motivation to have that chip on my shoulder and prove everybody wrong and get to that next to that next level in, in my career. And so a lot of that is just the the inspiration that, you know, in relationship that I had with Tut. I'm about to yeah. cry. And we celebrated that job while on a case. Yes, yes we, we did. We were traveling for a case <laughs> when you got the call. So he, I mean, he was kind of told, no, you won't get that. Don't, <laughs> don't shoot that high because there's no way you'll get that. Yeah, I'd say when I came to Alabama, I don't think I was ready for the drive that I left with. Like, you know, the the grit, the demeanor, the attitude, the willingness to to go forth and do more. I didn't have that before I came here. Then I met people like this who had that drive, that commitment. And I was like, I have got to do better. University of Alabama is a school where you can. Mm -hmm. There's a foundation and a platform here. There's people who are taking time to invest in me. If I squander that or waste it, it, it would be the worst decision ever. So I've taken that in my professional career, in my personal career, and continue to meet with these people to, to be better and do more not only professionally, but being able to give back like this is a part of that as well. So I think that's the biggest thing. My drive has changed. My yeah. ability to want to do more is there because I see all these people do it on a continuous basis. Yeah, I'll say for me, Alabama wasn't my first choice of university to come to. This was my kind of my safety net school. Um, and I was telling a group of students this last night. I'm so glad that um, the senioritis I had in high school, my laziness actually paid off for once <laughs> in my life. And, and and I was able to come to the university and, and stay for seven years. Um, so much transformation happened between 2011 and 2018. Um, I think the university does a good job of helping you find like-minded people. Um, and once you get in those collaborative groups, the whole group elevates. And so I came into college competitive, um, a little bit unhinged. Um, and I think the university did a great job engineering curriculum, uh, Manderson curriculum of just refining the skills and the direction that I wanted to move in. And so for me, it was, it was, it was seven years of refinement and growth and, and, and a maturation process um, that is still continuing um, three years post-grad, but the university was absolutely the kickstart um, and, and the tool that I needed in order for me to become the person, the man, uh, uh, the coworker that I want to be. Yeah. Go ahead. Uh, well, uh, similarly, Alvin was not my uh, initial uh, first first choice. Um, I had was had my sights elsewhere, but uh, <laughs> had, had planned on going to medical school uh, at the time. Uh, and the university had all these great scholarship opportunities. And um, my older sisters came here, and so I would visit them. And it, it was fun. Realized it was not it wasn't a bad time. Uh, and so between the two of those things, it made a lot of sense. And it was, you know, the best decision I could have made because I, I met a lot of lifelong friends. Um, you know, I, I ended up where I wanted to be anyways. Um, and uh, and, and I, I don't think I would have gotten there had I taken another path. Mm -hmm. And so sometimes like the path is not always linear mm -hmm. and you have to kind of go through those winds to get there. And I think the biggest learning for me was that like knowing the book answer, the textbook answer is not enough. Like it, like just knowing the, the textbook answer won't get you where you want to go. And you have to learn all those, um, you know, softer skills and, 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 and be able to, to communicate um, and, you know, build relationships and, and network. And then that's a lot of what 
the value that the university gave me through my, my time here. Do you want to go? Sure. I mean, I really don't know where to start, but you know, <laughs> start from 96. Yeah. Yeah, so 96, I show up here. Right? I went to a high school, graduated with 21. Wow. And oh, wow. you know, when I did public speaking, I got a rash on my chest, you know? <laughs> so I certainly, that was not something I was dying to do. Mm-hmm. Um, although I, continued to throw myself in there and learn mm-hmm. to wear high necks. And so, <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I mean, it, it was pretty transformative to go from a small school in South Alabama and come up here. Um, at the time we were like 20 something thousand students. Um, but, you know, fast forward to Manderson and, and working with you all, I didn't know what I was doing with the case. I didn't know. I just got through telling you that I wouldn't have done it if I were you. And so, I mean, I knew I loved PowerPoints and I like things <laughs> to look pretty, uh, but, but, but I had to figure it out, you know? And so, I, yeah, I leaned on other advisors. I watched a lot of other teams and, you know, I, I took a lot of notes. I still have all those notes mm-hmm. of, you know, what what to do, what not to do. And and so we all kind of learned together, honestly. And and that I think, you know, back to the problem solving and and communication, you know, late night, high stress, that all helped, you know, in, in my position now of learning to be balanced and, you know, respectful and, you know, when do I need to do the 24 hour rule and maybe not respond back to that person because that wasn't very nice. Maybe I need to pick up the phone. So it it helped, uh, really helped me in my relationship building, um, you know, thinking long-term strategy. I mean, again, in my position now, you know, and and in all of your positions, you've got to do, you've got to use a lot of those skills that we use Mm -hmm. and we didn't, none of us knew what we were doing, but we figured it out together. And so, uh, that's, that's been pretty cool. Yeah. So different from y'all, Alabama was actually the only school that I (laughs) applied to. I've wanted to be a cheerleader here since I was four years old when I came to my first game. And that was my sole focus Mm -hmm. from four to 18 was focus on obviously school. I got a very nice scholarship, but also focus on cheerleading, come to Alabama and do that. Um, So I came, did that, had a really incredible experience freshman year was the national championship in Miami against Notre Dame. We destroyed them. Um, and I was recovering from an ACL injury and it was, it was just too much. And coming into Alabama, I put so much of my time focusing on, you know, cheerleading in school. Like that's going to be it for me. And then I got to Alabama and I think what was truly transformational was the people because People saw me in classes and other organizations that I was involved in, and they would recommend, Kristen, you seem to really enjoy this. Why don't you apply for Capstone? Why don't you look into the Manderson program? Why don't you try out for Case Team? And the people that really saw me at Alabama and really helped me grow, mm-hmm. far and wide helped shape me into who I am today. And I think that also shows, we've all talked about the relationships we still have with one another, with our professors. I have yeah. mentors that I still talk to. I mean, yeah. I still talk to Tut when I have like work questions. Mm-hmm. And so coming into Alabama, I would say I was so focused on cheerleading in school. And then I got here and realized there were so many opportunities. I tried SGA. I tried all the things (laughs) and enjoyed most of them. Um, But really through those, I had such great friends and such great mentors 
that I could go to them and say, you know, what do you think about this? Or, you know, I'm, I'm really leaning in this way, but can you just help me talk through this and narrow it down? And those are still people that I talk to today. If I have work questions, life questions, it's, you know, it's like my own board of governors, my friends that I can go to at mm -hmm. all different levels of their career and their mm -hmm. lives and get feedback. And so I came out of Alabama as someone with a wide range of interests, friends in all different careers, oh, yeah. and, in mm -hmm. a, and a confidence in myself that even if I don't know the answer, whether it's at work or in personal life, I have people that will help me get there and I know that I can figure it out. Problem solving partners. <laughs> well, yeah. and, you know, one thing that we haven't really yeah. touched on, but it's, I guess, overarching is leadership. You know, our all of our leadership skills have been developed through this experience yeah, and absolutely. many others because, you know, we have every team has, a, has you know, the captain or the leader. So mm -hmm. um, and, and then, you know. You, you use your leadership skills whether you're the captain or not. Right. <laughs> yeah. so, uh, I mean, that's, to me, that's one of the most transformative things, you know, from a leadership perspective. I've been able to um, grow that and utilize that. And, and um, I feel like, you know, a better person because of it. You know, all the things that, that I've done, uh, you know, I'm kind of like, well, how do they all tie together? Well, I, I wanted to represent the university well, and they provided, you know, great leadership opportunities. And so, you know, that's it. It's pretty simple. Alabama is intentional investment in you mm -hmm. from every class to every person you connect with, to every administrator, to every professor. It's intentional investment and you know it and you've seen it and we are a result of that. And I'm, and I'm super thankful for it. I would say the way the university, quote unquote, made me us a legend is the ability to be agile and the ability to adapt. Yeah. Um, there's a wide range, a diverse range of experience that you get in your four, six or seven years here at the university. And it's up to you, to Ryan's word that he used, intentional to dive in headfirst and to soak up as much as you can for the short amount of time that you're going to be here. And so... For me, what that looked like was being able to be agile, being able to pivot quickly um, and adapt to different situations, whether that's in Greek life or SGA or case team or, or your coursework. I think all those different experiences, plus many more, wow, there's a, Jesus Christ, um, led to the legendary status that I think we all share in this room. I think mine, actually, I know mine, my phrase would just be, say yes like while Beautiful. i don't necessarily advise that maybe later on in your career to take on everything <laughs> someone asks of you but while you're in while college you're here, yes. when you're say here yes. say yes to as many opportunities as you physically and mentally can don't Love be that. too cool for something yep. you know and be there for your people mm -hmm. say yes and be there alabama has everything anyone could ever want you just need to say yes and go for it. Yeah. Absolutely. Work hard, play hard. That's my favorite. Yeah. Play harder. That's ours. Play harder. Work, work hard, play really hard. Work hard, play really hard. Absolutely. But, you know, be a high performer. You, you've all said it. You know, I, we have high expectations for you. You know, my parents had high expectations for yeah. me. My professors had high expectations you know, my employer, my employers have always had high expectations, the judges on case team. So, yeah. you know, rise to the occasion. That's a few of our alumni. 
from the University of Alabama's Houston Hall opening. And thanks so much for listening to the show today. If you're not a subscriber, do subscribe to our podcast wherever you get yours. And of course, check out our website at culverhouse.ua.edu to learn more about the Culverhouse College business and what it has to offer. And as always, roll tide.